Welcome back to another episode of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Inferna. We're here at Forts Athletics. We equip coaches and athletes with the tools they need in order to achieve their unique and specific goals. And today we're coming at you with episode 11 of season 2020 as we build towards the Olympic trials here coming up in July. And in today's episode, I just wanted to talk a little bit about reevaluating mid-season or spring semester expectations. And uh, there was a couple meets that occurred over this past weekend. So some colleges opened up their spring semesters for their uh, indoor seasons. Others aren't uh, opening up their seasons until uh, this upcoming weekend. Uh, so I'm recording this on a Tuesday, the 14th, but you'll be listening to this on uh, Friday, the 17th. So 17th, 18th uh, is when really the, the indoor season takes uh, takes full gear. But it's really interesting looking at some of the marks of some athletes across uh, the country. And uh, I'm going to really speak more specifically to you know the kids that I had. Actual hand in, in coaching, whether at Fredonia and at Naz, and it was really interesting because coming back in the spring semester, there were two types of athletes, or I think there's two types of athletes that you're going to coach. One type of athlete is the athlete that is going to train through the uh, holiday break, right? So at Fredonia or at Naz, it was anywhere between four to six weeks off, depending on when your finals were, depending on when we returned back. Uh, to campus to train. So at uh, you know the D3 level, really we have 26 weeks of practice, uh, indoor and outdoor track combined. So really what we would do as coaches is sit down, look at our when outdoor nationals is, count back 26 weeks, and obviously you don't take into account um, the, uh, the holiday break and things like that. And then there's fall break and there's all these other little shenanigan type breaks uh, that the athletes are, uh, well, everyone on campus has really. You have your fall break, you have your midwinter spring break, you have all these different uh, vacations. But anyway, so two types of athletes that I think uh, I had the, the pleasure of coaching. One was the athlete that you give them a program, uh, strength and conditioning, mobility, uh, not so much throwing. I, to be honest, I prefer that the athletes not throw over break just in the hopes of not acquiring, you know, bad habits, especially if we've been working together since October and all of a sudden they're going to go home in mid-December and they're going to start possibly developing bad habits or poor habits, things that they've never done and practice with me before and no one's there to tell them otherwise. So I would prefer to not throw. Strength and conditioning, however, that's a different story. Uh, and I, was always, I would always encourage the kids you know, if you can't if you can't complete all four days, you know, try three days. You know, whatever uh, they could get in over the course of the semester would be fantastic. Uh, depending on where the kids live, they might not have access to their high school weight room or another gym. Or if they do, they don't have access to the same types of equipment. But our programming was pretty basic and straightforward: uh, squat, bench deadlifts, push press, like nothing too crazy that you need extra specific equipment for. So the type A athletes, I'm just going to call them A, uh, would be the ones that would complete the strength and conditioning program, not skip a beat, 
we turned back in January and we're ready to go full throttle because they did what they were supposed to do. They did what they were asked to do. So this podcast really isn't for those athletes that come back day one and you're able to complete a strength and conditioning session or throwing session without the wheels falling off the wagon. Then there's another type of athletes. And I've had the pleasure of coaching some of these athletes in the past uh, where uh, for whatever reason and every excuse under the sun imaginable, uh, they weren't able to lift, whether it was lack of vehicle, lack of uh, transportation, uh, hours that the facility was open, they were working too much, you name it, I've heard almost all of them. Uh, and those athletes, we would call type B, they would, some would say, oh yeah, I did the strength and conditioning program, I did everything. And immediately within the first within the first 20 minutes, of the first session in the weight room, but we were all back on campus, you could tell very easily that they didn't do anything. Where the, the reps and the sets and the percentages that they should be hitting or the ones that they were hitting before they left, they can't come close to. And that strength, that loss of strength for that four or five weeks is going to affect technique in the shot put, it's technique in the weights, javelin, hammer, everything. Uh, you can't just go cold turkey for five weeks and expect to pick up where you left off. And some of the kids thought that they could, oh, coach, I'm going to be more refreshed. I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. So for those athletes, when they came back, we would sit down either after the second or third practice back from break when there's nobody else on campus. And I would have a you know pretty serious heart-to-heart, you know, frank conversation with them about, one, their goals. Uh, so at the beginning of the season, and I've uh, recorded this in the past on, on how uh, we go about uh, coming up with goals for the season, uh, some big-picture vision goals, some microscope goals on how we're going to get there, daily steps along the way. And with the goals, I would sit down and we would reevaluate them and say, okay, you want to throw the shot put 40 feet, but you didn't do anything over break. So we might set you back a little bit uh, if you want to throw 40 feet by the 1st of February or at the conference championship meet or whatever it is. So when we would, re- we would reassess their goals and, and talk a little bit about accountability and what happened over the break and what we could do moving forward. Because obviously once we're back from break in mid-January, we can't go back and, and recoup those you know, 20 or 25 training sessions that they lost. So we talk about it for a little bit, and then we would move forward. And by moving forward, we put an action plan together. So we would look at, okay, this is, these are the next couple meets coming up. We might have to train through them because of your conditioning. You know, your strength levels aren't where they were. Uh, you might not be happy or satisfied with a particular distance. So we kind of need to reassess everything. So the first thing we would do is look at goals. Second thing is put together an action plan with some accountability measures and try and figure out, okay, what went wrong? What can we do differently? What could we do more efficiently in the spring? And then four would be focus on the process. And rather than um, try and push in meets and try and hit numbers and, you know, throw off technique and all these other little minute details that might come up, we would just focus on, okay, this is the action plan. We're going to get these four quality training sessions in a week. 
We're going to monitor our nutrition better. We're going to monitor our sleep, our rest, recovery. We're going to go to the trainers if we need to. We're going to do ice bath. We're going to do sauna. We're going to do everything in our power that we can control in order to get back to where we left off or where we want to go, you know, farther moving forward. And usually these conversations sometimes will last anywhere from, you know, 10 to 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Uh, some of them we had uh, athletes that unfortunately made the decision to not continue throwing, that they thought that, uh, you know, it just wasn't a good fit anymore, that the, the time was a little bit more than what they had anticipated or they just get bored or, you know, just whatever, which is fine. Like there's, you know, I've had athletes, unfortunately, that decided that they didn't want to throw anymore after coming back uh, for our, for the spring semester, which is okay. Um, you know, I don't want athletes there who uh, aren't interested and who don't want to be there or are there for the wrong reasons. That's not, that's not right. Um, but for the others, we were trying to reassess and put a plan together. Uh, coming back uh, full throttle uh, for a meet that you haven't trained for in five weeks, it's not really safe not really uh, healthy physically and mentally, especially if you're trying to, I don't know, let's say hit hit a qualifying mark for um, uh, your conference meet or you're trying to qualify for nationals or whatever it is, um, you know, trying to go all out immediately, that might not be the best, especially if you don't hit your mark and then you're chasing the following week and chasing and chasing and then it comes into a, an, uh, an outcome goal type of situation as opposed to a process goal where you're, you're worried about, uh, you know, hitting marks and hitting distances as opposed to if I get my seven training sessions in this week, if I take care of my body, if I do everything that I can control, uh, I'll give myself a better opportunity to be more successful in achieving my goals. And, uh, I can hold myself accountable to that. So really that's it for today's episode. It's kind of, uh, stinks that, I don't know, stinks isn't the right word, um, surreal that, uh, you know, I'm not coaching this season and, uh, you know, just kind of watching from, from the sidelines gives me a different perspective on athletes and, and talking to athletes and, and different situational uh, type experiences that they might have with regards to uh, throwing and uh, life stuff you know there has to be there has to be a healthy balance especially at the d3 level you know we're not scholarship athletes so if it's not fun and if you're just there just because um you know those are conversations you should have with your coach but by the time the spring semester rolls around i'm sure coach understands especially if you've had a conversation now, if you haven't had a conversation about that and what your expectations are for the season uh now uh, in January would be a really, I think would be a really good time to do that, just to make sure everyone's on the same page and uh, there isn't as much frustration in regards to, you know, hitting marks and distances and, and why they might not be achieving what they're achieving. But, um, you know, if you get a chance to listen, you listen all the way through. If you don't mind leaving us, a, you know, a review on uh, iTunes or Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, just to kind of give me an idea of, you know, if, if this is stuff that you're interested in, if it's not stuff that you're interested in, if there's other topics that you're interested in me uh, um, talking about, you know, that would be cool, especially 
uh, since, you know, I could record anytime and, you know, I could do some homework if people are interested in, in a different topic or if you just like hearing me ramble on by myself, that's awesome as well. Uh, but you can also listen on our website. So there's a lot of different ways that you can, um, you know, listen to our podcast on uh, forceathletics.com. Uh, and like I said, uh, Apple Play or Apple, iTunes, Google, all that fun stuff. You can uh, download, listen, share. And uh, let us know what you think. So thank you very much, everyone, for your time today. And have a great week.